0: Hey, listener, thanks for joining us. We're going to jump right into it. Today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about Galatians week eight called more important, more complex and more liberating. However, we're going to actually play a few more clips from last week's episode that didn't make it into the final episode of week seven. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to week seven yet. I actually recommend you go back and listen to week seven before proceeding with this episode. It's going to set the stage for a couple of the conversations that we have and make more sense when we do an apology. So without further ado, here's Aaron.
1: So in week eight, we're, we're talking about truth, right? What, what is truth? And that, Truth in our world tends to be more complex than we assume. And the same thing is true of freedom. It's more complex. But Jesus is the one that leads us into ultimate freedom. And our culture doesn't allow us today to really understand the depths of what truth and freedom look like. And I think truth and freedom in our lives leads us to a place of living in each other's lives in ways that speak the gospel to one another that we don't have to hide who we are that we realize that ultimate freedom is found in christ and what he has done and that leads us to deeper conversations and a deeper level of being known where we don't have to be afraid of hiding ourselves masking ourselves asking somebody else to take care of an issue that we see but being able to to step into places and honesty. You know, our the whole thing about our culture today is you you pick what feels good for you and, and that's your truth. And that's that's not freedom, that's slavery. And I think many times in our relationships, we live in a pseudo slavery and not a true freedom.
0: So the for the rest of this episode, we're actually gonna play <laughs> something that happened at the end of the recording of last week's podcast. And so where Mike, Michelle, and I actually have a conversation where we're honest and we're mm-hmm. truthful about uh, what happened. We, we apologize and we're going to play it, not because we want to pat ourselves on the back, but because in the last week's episode, we talked about modeling and being intentional. And this was an honest conversation that happened while we were still recording. And so we thought, let's share it. So here you go. Mike, I want to apologize to you. I think the example you used earlier, I was uh, oh, so a voice he, in that. I'm so
1: glad you brought this up because I.
0: Well, you were just the messenger.
1: No, no I, I can. I say something, too, because it. The alarm been going off for me like this whole time and I'm like, OK, am I going to do this over podcast? Um, <laughs> I am one of those people that you're talking about. When I knew that...
2: I know. I just wasn't mentioning that. I I I knew you
1: knew that. And I think Deb and I... I think I I
2: might have even come to you later on and said...
1: uh, I don't know if we did. I know Deb and I talked about it. And I I was sitting here and I was like, I don't know if you and I ever really talked about that or repaired that. And that makes me really sad. Mm -hmm. No need. No, it does make me sad. No, I mean, no need to feel sad. Well, it does because that's... I like to point out how both of you have been wrong. (laughs) 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 No, it it shouldn't have been handled that way, and like talking about values and ideals, yeah. right? Like that's not that's well, but, not a value of mine, what, and it, it hurts me that that the way that was handled, and then I couldn't have talked to you directly about that. Hurt well, that's what shocked more. me
2: was that we I thought we would had that mm-hmm. level of equity and relationship that you could have easily done. That. That's what kind mm-hmm. of sh- took me back. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I thought we had that kind of relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to say. Going back to that, my thinking in that, I used other people as an excuse when I, I said what I, I think, I think, I think I said what I wanted to say, but couched it in protection of other people. And that was wrong for me to do. So I'm sorry. Do I need to apologize for something? I don't know. Likely. No, I likely <laughs> do. hundred <laughs> percent. You have this dog, Aaron, and... <laughs> <laughs> You're obviously pissing some people off. Yeah, And, yeah. So, and it's always in your story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure I need to apologize for something. I just, I am so I, I, I am I, oblivious I to my own. I heard somebody walk
2: up to Chris and goes, "Your dog that much of a trouble?" And Chris is like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, like, Mike. No, thank you for. I Me mean, too, I wasn't Mike. looking for that. Yeah, but
0: yeah. So it's funny. I asked the question, and I, I that that incident actually popped into my head. I'm like, <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if Mike's going to share this, and then you do, and then it turned had like a whole 90 degree left turn. i all. Oh. You asked,
2: and I, I, where I went to was that old incident, but I was trying to think if you said a positive one. And I, I went or it was that. handled well. Yeah, 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 clearly that was, that was not. And, and I don't have one of those on the tip of my tongue. but I realized that we've had some good conversations of late. I wouldn't call them accountability, but just... Because you had, don't use that word. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't <laughs> that word. They're <laughs> ability. <laughs> yeah. But where there just was some, it wasn't like a sin issue but there were some communication issues between us, you and me, Mike.
1: Um, <laughs> that, yeah, there's no camera here, so yeah. no one knows who you're talking <laughs> about.
2: <laughs> that um, just expressed what you were feeling, and it was total shock and surprise to me, mm-hmm. but it made me aware that somehow I'm communicating something I don't want to, both in um, when I'm sitting in a meeting, how, I, how my resting person might come across, Um And or if I'm not as engaged as I may normally be in some instances, that that can come across as being withdrawn and pulled back. And I write horribly in texts and email sometimes and it comes across differently than I want. And so we talked about that and no solutions to it, but we're both aware that, you know, I can come Mm -hmm. off and for whatever reason, I don't intend to, but hostile or negative, negative probably the
0: better word, uh, when that's not my intention. After last week, we also had a couple questions come in. So here's the first.
2: Hi everyone, it's Hillary. Last week, you used the word equity um, in regards to building trust. And I was just wondering if you could explain that a little bit.
1: Most of the time when we think about equity, I think we think about it in terms of financial things. Like when you buy a house and you had it for a number of years, you end up having equity in that house, which is what it's worth over what you paid for it. We start relationships in a particular spot. And as they grow and deepen with one another, you kind of have that friendship equity that begins to build and gets deeper. And the more that's there, the deeper we can step into relationships where there can be probably true accountability because there is true equity that has actually been built in that relationship.
2: I think that, again— Accountability doesn't always have equity in it. It's just a decision to meet with somebody and, and to meet over these topics, as opposed to in a gospel community, which is why we do gospel communities to form relationships that are in, lasting and enduring, as well as endearing. Um, but we build equity in a person's life. I, was, I met with somebody for, for this week and I realized I couldn't talk about maybe some things I wanted to because there just wasn't enough history or, or equity that it would be well-received necessarily. So I need to wait and watch on that. And so I think we need to have relationships where we build equity in them that later on you can go in and have a relationship that allows you to go deeper.
0: Makes sense to me.
2: I just think we need to have, look for that, and not just be the cop, you know, I'm pulling you over because you're busted. You know? I saw this, you know, but there's equity that says, I love you, you know I love you, we've walked through things together.
0: And I need to talk to you about something. Another question that came up this week, last week's
1: episode seemed to almost contradict what Paul did in the verses we were looking at. It kind of does. It does not it doesn't. Because Paul does that publicly because he has to. He's in a space, culturally speaking, where the gospel can be easily misunderstood. And so it has to be done in that, where he has to say, this thing that is happening for you publicly as a teacher is not right, and these people need to understand this. But what Paul will go on to do, which we'll talk about in week nine, is he actually talks about the truth. So he will take all of that and say, we live this way because there is an objective truth found in the gospel that we live by. And so by talking about personal accountability with one another, it many times looks different than a public accountability like that because if if we see someone who is publicly teaching If we had someone at Element who was in a classroom and they taught something that was clearly heretical, we would publicly need to address that. It wouldn't just be something where we come alongside them and say, hey, you know, this wasn't right. We would do that because we love them and we want restoration and redemption. But we would also publicly need to call it out because it is specifically hurting a group of people. And so we there are places where, yeah, we want to be able to deal with people one on one where the equity really gets built. But we are also, Paul is a shepherd of the gospel who needs to make sure the truth is spoken. So he does that publicly where that is.
0: And do we see that? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's great. Do we see that personal accountability anywhere else in scripture, though?
1: Well, so it's, it's hard to see that in a lot of places because what we read in the scriptures are typically letters written to churches, to people. They're not personal letters. The most personal you get is letters written to like Timothy. And there are personal exhortations in there. You know, take some wine for your stomach. Don't forget the calling that you had because it's so easy to move away from that. Uh, in Philemon, when he's talking to Philemon, don't treat Onesimus your runaway slave this way. Treat him as a brother. So there are those accountability exhortations. The problem is in Scripture, it's typically written written to large groups of people, mm. and even in Revelation, you know, Jesus offers these words of restoration, but it's written to churches, you know, to these lampstands. But there are things that are in there that directly go to this is what you're doing, and I'm calling you to this. So it's hard to take those personal examples directly from the Bible because of how things are written, but yet in understanding the nature of the call of how those public things are written, it leads directly to how we then live our private lives. Thanks. (laughs) And if you have any more questions, uh, please feel free to let us know.
0: Hopefully this episode made sense in light of seeking forgiveness and extending grace and um, helps build a community that uh, focuses not just on accountability, but on the good news of Jesus. And out of that, the liberation, the, the freedom that comes from the truth of the gospel.
1: And it's, it's true. The truth sets you free. And there's a truth in that conversation that brought about a freedom of saying it's okay to be known here because there's a level of trust. And, I mean, I I hope that people get this, that it, it didn't really follow exactly the line of the message, which is much more philosophical, but the whole point of the conversation is moving to that place, that we can have a freedom with one another because there is truth that is only found the way that it is objectively in the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that truth will lead us to great freedom with one another.
0: we'll be back next week with all new content drop us a line send us an audio file we'd love to hear from you
2: Thanks. thanks